I think it was literally about an hour ago I said to myself, really? You fucking agreed to do three podcasts this week before Thanksgiving? Fuck my life. Let's go, doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How is everybody doing after the Week 11 slate? Well, it's not completely done. The Monday Night Football game is going on between the L.A. Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Robert Woods has scored a touchdown uh, Nice little TD pass from Jared Goff, who, uh, you know, why the fuck you couldn't do that last week for my damn team. <sighs> breathe, breathe, Roy, breathe, breathe. Oh, my God. This is the week 11 week, uh, <laughs> the week 11 week in review. Uh, we will also take a look and see if there's anything that we want to pick up here as far as players go. Um, <clears throat> so going to try and make this as quick as humanly possible uh, just because I am exhausted. I need to get some sleep. I am just through the early games on the target data sheet. I do have all the pricing put in to the spreadsheet um, you will be able to see that I'll have everything uh, ranked out uh, for player pricing rankings. Oh my god, is that fucking Mike Evans? The one guy I couldn't have score a fucking touchdown. God damn it. Any which way. <laughs> Jesus. It's just not it's just not my year. It's just not my year in seasonal. I I swear to God, like I've got Mike Evans in one league. Uh, I don't think I played him. Uh, let's see. Uh, is this killing me right now? I am still up. Oh, okay. I'm up by 24. Oh, he had a kicker. That guy had a kicker. Okay. Oh, Ryan Suckup isn't going to get me. Man, Mike Evans is looking like a beast, dude. Fighting through tackles. Damn. Damn, he's rejuvenated. That's good because he's on the team that won't make the playoffs. That's great. Anywho, so let's uh let's get let's get in here. <laughs> get this done. Jeez, this is a terrible podcast already. Oh, why don't we just start with the grand old news, right? Wa- uh the Washington Douche Canoes and the Cincinnati Bengals. Douche Canoes win 20 to 9 over the Bengals and we have lost one Joseph Burrow for the season. Uh ACL MCL tear. Uh it's a lot worse according to reports. So uh yeah, we're in trouble with any Bengals players that we have. 
Tyler Boyd's probably okay. We already have Joe Mixon went on IR this weekend for whatever fucking reason they waited, you know, four weeks for this. I don't know. I just... Bengals going to bangle, man. Bengals are going to bangle. Joe Burrow did finish 22 of 34 before succumbing to the injury, 203 yards and a touchdown pass. Uh, leading rusher was actually uh, Samaj P. Ryan with five carries for 19 yards. Uh, Gio Bernard had nine carries for 18. Uh, let's see, Gio Bernard also had five targets, four receptions for 37 yards. Uh, the big winner, the two big winners in the game was Tyler Boyd, had 11 targets, nine receptions, 85 yards. A.J. Green, four receptions on nine targets. Still just can't, couldn't do a damn thing. Um, he just, man, his his reception, the target rate, man, is terrible. Um, finished 41 yards, got the lone touchdown uh, for the Bengals here. <clears throat> Pardon me. T. Higgins, three receptions on ten targets, not much better. Uh, he was in, he was in the write-up. Twenty-six yards, just terrible, terrible day. Uh, douche canoes, though. Alex Smith, uh, seventeen to twenty-five for one hundred sixty-six yards and a touchdown, one interception. Uh, there was a few people within the industry that were on Alex Smith for this week, but it was just like, why, why would you even go there? Uh, one of the two running backs that I had written up came through. I talked about it with Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Uh, I was really torn between the two. Um, Antonio Gibson, 16 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Good for a 5.9 average. That was very, very good. Um, only one reception on two targets, over so 10 yards. Uh, J.D. McKissick, six rushes for 43 yards. So he did really well, you know, per carry average, 7.2, uh, but only had three receptions on four targets, 426 yards. They were pretty much in control of this game from the start. Um, it stayed close for a while, but uh, nothing really major here. Terry McLaurin, a little underwhelming. He was in the write-up, five receptions on seven targets for 84 yards. Uh, just wasn't much. And I said that, too, that it wasn't really on this game uh, too much. There was a, just a couple of nice pieces. Uh, Terry McLaurin ended up in a couple of lineups uh, for GPP. Didn't really make it into uh, most of my cash lineups because Keenan Allen was right around in that same vicinity as far as pricing. So <clears throat> that's kind of the route that I went, and I said that was the guy that I wanted. He was going to be a staple for uh, cash for me this week, even on the half-point PPR sites. Moving on, we have the New Orleans Saints, 24-9. to Told you, told you, told you. We will start with the Saints side here any which way. Told you on FanDuel since they had Taysom Hill, who was getting his first start for the New Orleans Saints at quarterback. Since he was a tight end on FanDuel, he was an auto lock. Now you know why. 18-23 to 23 for 233 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Did have a fumble, though, uh, but he had 10 carries for 51 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he ended up being good on DK for a lot of tournaments. I, I had said, you know, probably not in cash, uh, even though I had him written up because of his low, low pricing. Um, that he was probably good there, a bit of a risk because we didn't know what we were getting into. Um, and you'd rather, 
have him fail at tight end rather than at quarterback to kill your lineup. Um, but putting him in at quarterback on DK, on Yahoo, it was going to <clears throat> open up so much uh, room for any type of players that you wanted to actually pay up for. Uh, there was actually a couple of running backs in the high end uh, costs that actually came through. Uh, one of them was not Elvin Kamara. Uh, 13 for 45 uh, and a touchdown. Good for a 3.5 average. Had one target and no receptions whatsoever. Uh, Latavius Murray actually did really well, though. We should uh, talk about him. Uh, 12 carries for 49 yards. Good for 4.1 average. Also had two receptions on two targets for 36 yards. So he looked really good. Um, Michael Thomas did really well, too. Uh, 12 targets in this game. Definitely was leaning on Mr. Thomas. Nine receptions, 104 yards. Uh, Definitely not a bad day for him. It looks like he is going to be viable uh, with Taysom at quarterback. He's going to be kind of the security blanket. None of the tight ends came through, even with Josh Hill sitting out. Uh, Jared Cook... Neither Jared Cook nor uh, Adam Troutman could pick up the slack. Matt Ryan, total fucking tank job. He was in the write-up. Ugh. Uh, if you moved off of Deshaun Watson and went to uh, Matt Ryan, I do apologize. He just he just laid a big fucking stinker. And we've seen this. Every time I'm on him, he fails. So maybe it's just if if I don't write him up, you guys can go ahead and play him, and I'm not going to get mad. Um, but most of that has to do with Julio Jones was just in and out of the lineup all day, uh, really screwing with everything. If he doesn't have his full complement of weapons, he's just he's just absolute horseshit. 19 to 37, uh, 232 yards and two picks. Uh, running game was null and void. Uh, Calvin Ridley did a uh, decent. Um, for the price, you would have liked to have had him a little bit more. That's why I thought Julio was going to be the better play. But he had nine targets, five receptions for 90 yards. Russell Gage actually came through. Not Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, big fucking turd here. Uh, two targets, no receptions. But Russell Gage uh, with Julio Jones kind of in and out of the lineup. This is the reflection, right? Um, Russell Gage would not have these numbers if Julio was in there. Seven receptions on 12 targets for 58 yards. So 13.8 at his price at his price point uh, would have been very, very good in our lineup. So if Julio was out, definitely we could have considered Russell Gage. Uh, but uh, neither here nor there. Uh-oh. <clears throat> what do we have here? Steelers, 27-3. Steelers defense was very, very good. Uh, was a pay-up spot on defense. Most of the defenses that I had were uh, were the higher-priced ones, nothing really low-key. Um, Carolina, I think, was actually probably the best defense just because they pitched a shutout, so they would have got the shutout bonus on uh, DK over there with the Lions. But we'll get over there because uh, talk about P.J. Walker. Uh, but Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, underwhelming. This is why I had him in GPP versus uh, cash. 
32 of 46. What happened here? 32 of 46, 267 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, he could he should have had another one with Deontay Johnson, but Deontay Johnson decided he wanted to fall down at the fucking one. Uh, kind of had me worried uh, that pivoting off of James Conner was a bad idea, but it was not. Uh, James Conner finished 13 carries, 89 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, that's because, one, Benny Snell got the lone rushing touchdown. And that's he was part of the problem that of what why I was worried about James Conner was him getting vultured at the goal line uh, by not only him but like I had said Chase Claypool was getting the end of rounds uh, running you know the carries and stuff around that end zone so um, I mean James Conner looked good uh, against this Jacksonville Jaguars defense but he's really nothing more than a GPP play he is not somebody that we should rely on in cash whatsoever um i know renner hates the word you know safe for cash but this is true these things are true okay um i did put a little bit of risk at my running back positions uh this week but i was also only paying you know x amount of dollars versus james connor who was kind of more of a pay-up spot uh, receiving wise, Deontay Johnson said it. He's the cash game guy, man. Uh, 12 receptions, 111 yards on 16 targets. He is the number one. Uh, Chase Claypool comes in second here. Uh, four receptions on eight targets, 59 yards and a touchdown. So he came through. Um, Eric Ebron, he just missed the cut. Uh, but I had talked about him. Four receptions on seven targets, 36 yards and a touch. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, four receptions, 19 yards f- on five targets. Um, I'm not ready to give up on Juju quite yet. It was, like I had said, it was the outside that we wanted to attack, not not in the on the inside with uh, Juju there. So um, I think that had, had more to do with... <sighs> You have to you have to think about it. If we're looking at this data, these NFL teams have to be looking at this data, right? So it only makes sense that, you know, wouldn't you just kind of lay off a little bit on Juju? If I'm telling you lay off on Juju, come on. It is what it is. Jaguar side, Jake Luton was absolutely horrible. 16 for 37, 151 yards, four interceptions. But yet James Robinson still 17 carries for 73 yards, a 4.3 average. That I found just hysterical that he was still able to put up that kind of production. Also had two receptions for 21 yards on two targets. Uh, so he had 94 total yards. It's not a bad day. Still not a bad day for a fucking 24-point ass whooping. Uh, DJ Chark did not come through, but he did get the targets. Um, Luton just didn't hit him. Uh, four receptions for 41 yards on eight targets. Uh, nobody else uh, did anything whatsoever. Uh, somebody played Chris Conley. Uh, kind of gave them shit about it. Um, mostly the reason is is I'm trying not to play guys that just absolutely fucking suck. It's the old Tommy G line. Don't play guys who suck. So, 
if you see me putting in a guy who just absolutely sucks, probably I should, you know, listen to my own words, listen to Tommy's words, man, because it, it comes through in the end. But I got it. Needed somebody down low to fit the other guys in. They want it. They want a bunch of money. So. <clears throat> Uh, congrats to them on that because I'd rather see you win money with a bad play than um, lose money with the good plays. You know, I'll take I'll take luck any day. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, let's see here: Houston, uh, New England Patriots. Houston is the winner, twenty-seven to twenty. Was a pretty like boring good game. Um, New England. Uh, fought back, you know, from way back because um, they were down early. But uh, Cam Newton, 26 of 40, 365 yards and a touchdown, uh, no interceptions. He only had three rushes for six yards. So really it was kind of a down game. Cam Newton had just missed the cut, you know, because when I insert these guys and then I start filtering back, that's why you got to listen to the Friday or early Saturday morning, whichever I would, whenever I actually record it, um, and go through that first run of inserting. You'll have the actual list of players that I'm looking at, and then you look at who I cut out when I do the the actual Saturday podcast. Uh, going through the write-up so you know where i'm paring it down that's why you know i do this stuff it, it's to show it's to show the process you know the spreadsheet the target sheet you know strength the schedule everything you know it all comes together and it, there's a lot of work that goes into that so i hope there's people using it and i know there are people using it so Continue to do it. Uh, my cash game people uh, came through uh, just as I did this week, uh, especially the ones that actually uh, come to me and ask questions. So always hit me up, man. Always hit me up. I'll answer the questions. It might take me a minute to get to you if I'm at work. It's another. It was another 60-hour week last week, so it sucked. Um, but Damian Harris, 11, carries 43 yards and a touchdown. Did not have – oh, he did, He ended up getting two targets. He had one reception for 11 yards. Um, talked about the running game and with Cam Newton. The thing that – like I said, the thing that I was worried about is that they were going to vulture one another. Uh, that was happening between – Newton and Harris, well, not really so much with Newton, but with Harris, with James White, with Rex Burkhead until he got injured. We need to keep an eye on that. I have not heard an update yet on Rex Burkhead. Uh, If you happen to have him, I think he's pretty much going to be a cut candidate for you. Uh, But And that's why James White had a couple of extra carries in there. Did have some pass receptions in here. Uh, was actually six receptions, 64 yards on nine targets. So it wasn't a bad day for James White. Um, <clears throat> Demir Bird was the big winner over Jacoby Myers. Um, Jacoby Myers only had three targets, three receptions for 38 yards. He was hitting them early, and then he just kind of went away from it. He found Bird and just kind of liked it. You know, kind of had that nice little rapport with them, whatnot. 
Uh, we do like the wide, you know, <sighs> Jacoby Myers, I call the wide receiver too, even though he's in the slot. The usual wide receiver two, though, is going to be uh, in general, right? When you go three wide, the wide receiver two would actually be the guy on the opposite side of the one. So Nikhil Harry being the one, Demir Bird being the two. <sighs> Jacoby Myers was looking so good with Cam for the last few weeks, and then all of a sudden Demir Bird comes in. I'm I'm still going to stick with it, but Demir Bird, I mean, six receptions on seven targets for 132 yards and a touchdown. So that could either be me missing it and just a processing error, or it's just me looking at the stats and going, look, he's going to Jacoby Myers more than he is Demir Bird. So I can't really trust it, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, I would have ran Cam. I would have ran Cam naked, anyways. But um, if not using Myers, but uh, we switched to the other side. You got one Deshaun Watson said it. Run him fucking naked. Twenty-eight to thirty-seven, three forty-four, two touchdowns and no interceptions. And uh, for the people in the back who don't know what it means to run a quarterback naked, it means just use the quarterback and none of the receivers. But rushing, oh, my God, Duke Johnson. I swear to God, if you have Duke Johnson, just you could fucking dump him. Shouldn't be on your team. I Even with my David Johnson share and him going to IR, I didn't even bother picking up Duke Johnson because Duke Johnson's just go, just straight garbage. And uh, is Mike Evans going to fucking score again? God damn it. Uh, but Deshaun Watson, six rushes, 36 yards, and a touchdown, man. So you can definitely run on these uh, Patriots. Brandon Cooks looked really good. Uh, four receptions, 85 yards on, on five targets. Uh, missed out on a touchdown due to a holding call, which really sucked for him. Uh, but Jordan Aikens, man, tight end, stepped up. Five receptions, 83 yards. And on six targets. And you know what? I got to go look because I think I only gave him 63. I think I mistyped this. Oh, no, I gave him 83. Good. I want to make sure I give him everything that he needs. Um, Where were we? Oh, Will Fuller actually didn't do too bad in a bad matchup. Uh, Six receptions, 80 yards on eight targets. So that wasn't bad. And then there was nothing really too much more. Uh, Darren Fells, Farrell Brown, the other two tight ends, they kind of mixed it up a little bit. Duke Johnson, three receptions on five targets for 20 yards. Kiki Kuti stepped up. Uh, Randall Cobb went down. Kenny Stills went down in this game. Uh, Randall Cobb went down after he got the touchdown reception. And then Kiki Kuti, two receptions on four targets, 10 yards, and a touchdown. Not too bad. I'm not grabbing Kuti. He's just, to me, he's just not worth it. So... Uh, moving on, we got Cleveland and Philadelphia. I said it, man. Cleveland defense. Carson Wentz will just try and throw this fucking game away. What happened? They got a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Did the Browns defense, even without Miles uh, Garrett in there. Um, even I kind of got scared off and didn't use him. But I looked at him. I looked at him so hard. I was like, man, if you're, if you're going to put him in there, why don't you use him? idiot 
Eagle side, Carson Wentz, 21 to 35, 235 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. <laughs> I think he also had a fumble. No, he did not. He didn't lose one. That's right. <clears throat> Miles Gaskin, look good, man. Uh, 16 carries for 66 yards, good for a 4.1 average. Uh, had the fumble, though. They were going into the, they were getting ready to go into the end zone, and he fucking fumbled. It really screwed up his day. Uh, also had three receptions for 15 yards on five targets. Dallas Goddard was the big winner, though. Uh, five receptions on six targets for 77 yards and a touchdown. He was in the write up. Uh, Jalen Rager still wasn't too bad. Uh, four receptions for 52 yards and on five targets, no touchdowns. The other tight end, Richard Rogers, two receptions on two targets for 48 yards and a touchdown. Zach Ertz, I'm expecting to be back this week. So Richard Rogers is going to go away. Uh, if Zach Ertz is out there, I would put a bid on him. I actually picked him up last week. Um, just to kind of be proactive, you know, it, I can't remember in that league. I can't remember if that's one of my playoff leagues, but uh, even if it's not, it keeps it it keeps him out of everybody else's hands. He's too high of a talent to just kind of let go away, even even with a uh, even though he's played like shit, you know, most of the season. So uh, if you got a bench spot for him, definitely get him there. Oh, we're gonna need to talk about uh, Joe Mixon too. We'll save that after we go through these games here. But uh, Carolina Panthers 20, Detroit Lions 0. Oh, you got to be shitting me. Matthew Stafford, 18 for 33, 178 yards. Adrian Peterson looked like shit. The fucking Lions screwed this up horribly. Horribly. I was watching this game. Carry On looked really – Carry On actually did look like, uh, like I had said on Sunday morning – had the fresh legs and everything, and it just wasn't getting it done, man. It was just like, what is going on here? Six carries for 17 yards. Uh, this was the punt fill-in for DeAndre Swift. If DeAndre Swift was in there, I was going to play him anyway, so why would I not use Ann Johnson? Same skill set, maybe not as good, but I was going. you were going to be paying less. So uh on Johnson, two receptions on five targets, 21 yards. Just Stafford fucked this whole thing up. TJ Hawkinson, four receptions, 68 yards, seven targets. So he was a total, a total fail, uh, but he did not get a touchdown. I believe he missed out on a touchdown earlier in this game. Uh, so did Marvin Jones, who finished uh, four for 51 on six targets as well. I just... Ugh why they stick with Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, seven carries. Carry on Johnson, six. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, Carolina side, P.J. Walker didn't look terrible, but wasn't all that great. Um, but, I mean, you take it for a first game, right? So, P.J. Walker, 24-34, uh, 258 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Uh, didn't rush as much um, as I thought he was going to, which is kind of weird. He had five carries minus two yards. I mean, he had the kneel downs and stuff, so it's going to take at least three off. But um, 
Who got the other touchdown in this game? Oh, Leonard Fournette. Imagine that, you dickhead. Um, ooh, stop it, phone. Uh, Mike Davis wasn't terrible, wasn't great. Um, I said with that price, man, it was going to – he was priced up way too high, except over on Yahoo he was priced pretty well at $20. But uh, uh, 19 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown, good for a 3.4. A lot of running backs failed. So actually right where he was at, I would have taken those points all day at the running back position. Uh, two receptions on two targets for 15 yards. Wasn't really a check. Uh, PJ Walker's not really a check down guy too much. Um, but I thought he might in the first game. That's kind of why I went with him. Uh, do, 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 DJ Moore was actually the big winner. Uh, seven receptions, 127 yards on uh, 11 targets. Uh, Curtis Samuel, Eight receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. And Robbie Anderson, seven receptions, 46 yards, and on nine targets. Uh, P.J. Walker also missed uh, Robbie Anderson, not in the end zone, but he was pretty wide open uh, for a score in there. So uh, congrats to D.J. Moore and Curtis Samuel. D.J. Moore actually had a pass. Uh, they let him allowed him to throw a pass, so good for him. Oh, let's see here. Tennessee Titans, 30 to 24 winners over the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, let's start on the Ravens side because it just sucks so bad. Um, but there was one thing that I really, it was kind of nice to, to see, even though we didn't have it, was J.K. Dobbins. Uh, 15 carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, good for a 4.7 average. The only guy to come close to his carry load was Lamar Jackson with 13 carries for 51. Uh, Lamar Jackson also was 17 to 29, 186 yards, touchdown and interception. So he kind of failed there. Um, was kind of something that I was worried about. That's why I pulled him out of the write-up. Or before I actually did the write-up, that's why I pulled him out. Um, so it was nice to see them relying on J.K. Dobbins. He also had two pass receptions on two targets for 15 yards. Uh, the only problem coming into Thursday night, foot, uh, all the Thursday night Thanksgiving games, because they're playing Pittsburgh Steelers, is... <clears throat> um, what the hell is going on there? Is uh, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram are both on uh, COVID protocol. They both tested positive. So they are going to be out uh, for this game on Thursday. It's going to leave Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. So we need to pay attention um, on here, and we need to see if Gus Edwards is definitely going to be a guy that we're going to use. I haven't ranked the pricing yet, so i got to see what's happening in here. Uh, but I'll have everything marked as far as the COVID, uh, the COVID protocols and all that. Uh, as far as receiving... Uh, shit, you might as well throw, you might as well throw every fucking thing out, um, as far as, uh, the receiving options outside of Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, five receptions, 96 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. I said he was real good price. Uh, well, not really good price, but. Uh, really good situation, and the fact that he um, 
had no competition. There was no Nick Boyle here. So no competition. Everything else just kind of got spread around. Marquise Brown is, he might as well be fucking dead. I know a lot of people are probably going to say, no, go ahead and hold him for his upside. But you know what? As far as I'm concerned, fuck it. Get rid of it. it there's just there's just no need to do this anymore with him. Van Jefferson, seven-yard TD reception. That's my dude. That's my dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Titans side. So Tennessee kind of did what I thought they were going to do. A um, lot of lot of Henry. And uh, Tannehill, I thought, was going to get some of his yards, but I didn't think he was going to have like that great game, at least not for DFS. You know, seasonally it was going to be okay. Um, but I was a little bit worried about him. Tannehill was 22 of 31, 259, two touchdowns and an interception. It's not bad, but it's not fantastic. Uh, did have four carries for 35 yards, so he kind of picked it up there. He would have been okay. I'm still okay telling uh, somebody that to use Taysom Taysom Hill over uh, Ryan Tannehill in their seasonal. I still stick by that. It still was a good play. So, uh, But Derrick Henry, 28 carries, 133 yards, and a touchdown. Where did he get the touchdown? That's how he finished off the game in overtime. So <clears throat> very, very good. Uh, Corey Davis, go ahead and get yourself some Corey Davis because apparently there's something going on here. Uh, with Humphreys not being in there and Tannehill kind of focusing on Corey Davis. Uh, five receptions for 113 yards and seven targets. This is the second good game in about three games, three or four games. Actually, it might be three of the last four have been really good. Last week was the stinker, so uh, definitely I'll get a share of Corey Davis somewhere. Um, AJ Brown, four receptions on seven targets, 62 yards and a touchdown. Looked really good. Fucking just dude, bulldozing motherfuckers. Just loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Here's a, a problem. John U. Smith. Okay. Four receptions on six targets for 20 yards and a touchdown. Really decent line, right? You'll take that every week. Here's a problem. Anthony Ferkser, four receptions, 33 yards on five targets. So, they're running dual tight ends out there and they're and they're using both in the passing game. So oh, what to do with Johnu, what to do, what to do, what to do. I mean I guess you stick with him. There's not going to be really much on the waiver wire to be completely honest. Are you going to pick up Ferkser? Hell no. No, you're not whatsoever. And Tom Brady got dumped on his ass and that makes me Happy. Oh, New York Jets played along, but they lost 28-34 to the L.A. Chargers. Ah, oh, this was the game that I liked, at least from the Chargers' side. Um, we'll start out with the Jets, though. Joe Flacco, 15-30, 205 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Um, he was just kind of throwing it up there. He didn't really give a shit. It was kind of great. It was kind of fun to see. Uh, Frank Gore, 15 carries, 61 yards, and a touch. Uh, <laughs> LA Chargers making Frank Gore look like he's fucking 40 again. Uh, LaMichael Pirine, eight carries for 33 yards and a touchdown. 
Uh, he has a high ankle sprain. Michael P. Ryan's going to be done uh, as far as fantasy is concerned, so go ahead and just drop him. Uh, Denzel Mims, three receptions on eight targets for 71 yards. That's something to pay attention to. Uh, Flacco actually likes Mims. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Jamison Crowder did not come through. One reception, 16 yards, three targets. Ugh. Brashad Perriman, though, two receptions on four targets, 54 yards on the touch. And uh, Chris Herndon is actually, it must be zombie Chris Herndon that's that's playing and gets uh, two receptions on three targets uh, for 32 yards and a touchdown. What the hell is going on with my microphone? Come on. Come on. Come on. There we go. There we go. So... Yeah, that's kind of how it is. Uh, nothing else from this side. We'll move to the Chargers side, which is a bit more exciting. Justin Herbert, the rookie for L.A., 37 of 49 for 366 yards. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Also did not have a fumble. He left that for Keenan Allen, which is great. Um <laughs> Justin Herbert also chipped in two carries for 11 yards. Uh, Kalen Blage, 16 carries, 44 yards. Good for a 2.8 average. Hey, hey, it's old Kalen Blage back from the dead. Oh, Kalen, what did you have? He had a couple of receptions, though. Uh, seven receptions on nine targets for 27 yards. So these, yeah, I mean, that's nine. that's 9.7 points in a PPR right there. Uh, finished what? 14, about 14 points, uh, you'd probably take it. I still won't play Kalen Blage. Fuck that guy, he's garbage. Keenan Allen, though, the big winner here. Uh, 16 receptions on 19 targets, good for 145 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mike Williams also came through. Four receptions on seven targets for 72 yards and a touchdown. Those were my top two options there. Hunter Henry also did come through. Uh, four receptions, 49, 48 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. Uh, we talked about Kalen Balazs in there. Um, so, yeah, it was very good. I said I wanted to use Herbert at the top, and I did across the board. Um, I had him, and I paired him with Keenan Allen. Now, I didn't do it on – oh, no, I did do it on Yahoo. That's right, the lineup I was originally looking at last night uh, did not have him in there. So it went a different direction. I still had Mike Williams, I believe, in that one. But we will move on to the disappointing uh, Denver Broncos 20-13 to win over the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I had Miami Dolphins uh, defense in. I think it was DK where they were way, way cheaper than the Steelers, so I kind of rode with them over there. Um, still worked out. Still hit my pay lines and everything, so it uh, didn't kill me there. But uh, Dolphins, uh, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, 11 for 20, 83 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions, uh, was benched. Um, for Ryan Fitzpatrick, who came in 12 of 18 for 117 yards and an interception. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick actually had some rushing yards, too. Two uh, carries for six yards. Uh, Salvin Ahmed, he did not 
Actually, he did kind of come through here. Hold on. I didn't think he came through, but he did. Uh, 12 carries for 43 yards and then had five receptions on six targets for 31 yards. So there's another eight points, 12 points. I'd take that uh, at his price point. He was at bare minimum uh, 4,000. So he did come through. That little shit. That little shit. Good for him. I like Selvin. I like Selvin Ahmed, man. I like Selvin Ahmed. Devontae Parker, six receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown on nine targets. Uh, Mike Gazicki actually showed up for once, four receptions for 43 yards and five on five targets. No, you will never play Mike Gazicki. Fuck him. He's dead to me. Uh, we had the return of Antonio Callaway in this game, too, and I now notice. Uh, one reception on one target for 13 yards. Uh, nothing else really going on on that side. Let's take a look at the Broncos. I wasn't really paying much attention to this game. I had a couple of the other games on uh, that I was kind of more intrigued for fantasy-wise. But uh, Drew Locke, 18 to 30 for 270 yards and a pick. So st- they still got the turnover. Uh, he also had two carries for 23 yards. Melvin Gordon, what the fuck? 15 carries, 84 yards, and two touchdowns. And actually, Philip Lindsay chipped in, too. Uh, 16 carries for 82 yards. So both running backs got it done here um, this week. You, If you look at the spreadsheet, you can see that there's a pathway to running on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, it's a lot easier to run than it is pass, but uh, they had been pretty good the last couple of weeks, so I kind of stayed away. Uh, if I did go with the running back, though, it wouldn't have been Melvin Gordon. It would have been Philip Lindsay. It would have got screwed out of those touchdowns. But uh, let's see here. Tim Patrick, a big winner here. Uh, five receptions on eight targets for 119 yards. Uh, wide receiver two, so he would have been lined up. He was actually lined up on Xavier, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Noah Fant, four target, or uh, pardon me, uh, four receptions for 55 yards on five targets. Jerry Judy came back down to earth, three receptions for 37 yards, but eight targets. So nice little target share there. KJ Hamler still involved, uh, four receptions, 35 yards on six targets. Uh, KJ Hamler is going to be a very big boot. He's been a very big boomer bust guy, so you really have to be careful there. Dallas and Minnesota. Oh, my God. I never cheered for the freaking Cowboys harder than I did yesterday. Uh, Dallas, the big winners, 31-28 to over the Minnesota Vikings. How fucking great was that? Oh, man. You know what would be even great is if Minnesota was done by, like, in two weeks where they hit eight losses, even nine. I'll take the week 14 where they're at nine. Nine losses. Hey, hey, just shut Dalvin Cook down. <laughs> I think that would be a great, um, but it won't happen. But uh, let's start with the Cowboys side. Andy Dalton, 22 of 32, 203 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. So not a bad, not a, not a great day but it was a great day uh especially at what his price would have been in uh seasonal but <clears throat> we'll have to take a look we'll have to see if Andy Dalton's viable uh he definitely has the the weapons for it so 
we'll take a look, see if he's a quarterback pickup for all you Carson Wentz guys. Or Matt Ryan guys. How about that? Huh? 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 How about I look at it for me? Huh? <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, 100 yard game, 21 for 103. Not bad. 4.9 average. They got they got most of their or they 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 had their most of their interior or they had the whole interior back together. Uh tackles were still an issue, but um they look good. Look good in the running game. Zeke Elliott also had two receptions on two targets for 11 yards and a touchdown, so he had a really good day. Uh, Tony Pollard, 5 for 60. It was a big ripper. I think that was – let me see if I can find that. That was like a 40-yarder, if I'm not mistaken. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, 42-yarder. So nice big rip there. Got the touchdown. Uh, good for him. Uh, he wasn't really involved in the passing game though, so that was kind of weird. Um, Amari Cooper. I said it. That was where they wanted to go with it, and they and he tried. Six receptions for eighty-one yards on seven targets, no touchdowns. C.D. Lamb was one of the guys that got a touchdown, uh, four receptions on six targets for 34 yards and a touchdown. So I still stick by my Cooper. Uh, Dalton Schultz was actually in play here, um, but he missed the cut. You know, I'm trying to keep this pared down for you guys, but uh, four receptions on six targets for 25 yards and a touchdown. That was the late. That was the clincher. That was the clinching touchdown. So. Uh, and I actually had him in my Sirius XM league. I am going to win again. I should actually be really close to clinching a playoff spot in that one, but I think i got to get a win this next week. Um, <clears throat> Indianapolis and Green Bay. Indianapolis uh, squeaks this one out 34-31. to 31. And we're going to just go ahead and move on. Uh, KC beat uh, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, in a little bit of a revenge game, 35-31. to uh, Let's take a look at the stats here. Patrick Mahomes, 34-45, uh, 348-2 uh, with a pick. Uh, also had uh, 16 yards on four carries. Not bad. Uh, Travis Kelsey actually got in the game, too, and, and had uh, one pass, completed it uh, for four yards. So congratulations, Travis Kelsey. You are now a quarterback. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 14 carries for 69 yards, two touchdowns, good for a 4.9 average. Le'Veon Bell was also involved, uh, seven carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. That was a 3.6 average. So Clyde Edwards-Alaire still looking better. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire also had a reception on two targets for eight yards. Le'Veon Bell, one reception for 11 yards on one target. Uh, but if we look at the receiving options here, Travis Kelsey's the big winner, uh, but not by much. Uh, eight receptions, 127 yards, and a touchdown on 10 targets. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown on 14 targets. So he's coming around. He's running in the form. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, uh, six receptions on eight targets for 44 yards. So he's def- definitely the number two, you know, uh, wide receiver. 
when Sammy Watkins is not involved. Uh, Patrick Mahomes seems to really like that wide receiver too, even if it doesn't get the touchdown. Uh, definitely gets the production. Uh, and DFS will have to definitely take a look at that because that is is that fucking Van Jefferson again? That was Van Jefferson. <laughs> I should have fucking played him. Just a spite. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's the Chiefs Raiders side. Uh, Derek Carr wasn't terrible. Uh, 23 of 31 for 275 and 3 uh, with a pick. I uh, can't remember if... I don't think he had a... I don't think he had a fumble. No, he didn't have a fumble. Yeah, so... Uh, but Josh Jacobs, 17 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Good for a 3.2. Uh, average also had one reception on one target for nine yards. Uh, Booker only had one reception on one target for three yards, too. And Booker was only five for 16. So very disappointing here uh, from the running backs. We like the running backs, you know, uh against Kansas City. That's been the way it's been for the last couple of years. Just didn't get it done. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, six receptions on nine targets, 88 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Basically the same stat line that he had from the first matchup. Um, Nelson Aguilar was very much a good play. Uh, Traverius Ward is having issues. Uh with his broken hand coming back from his broken hand still he's kind of got a club on it so uh it's definitely maybe something that we should uh definitely keep paying attention to and we'll attack that there darren waller at tight end seven receptions on seven targets caught all seven targets damn 88 yards and a touchdown not not too shabby and those were really the only two um other guys there that uh, did anything. So what am I missing? What am I missing? Oh, all right. We'll go back to fucking Green Bay and Indiana. Jesus Christ. Like I said, Indianapolis, 34 to 31 winners. We'll look at the Green Bay side first. Aaron Rodgers, 27 to 38 for 311 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. So definitely a really good game there. Aaron Jones, a little lackluster, but he was getting work at least. Uh, 10 carries for 41 yards and a touchdown, which was not bad. Uh, Jamal Williams was five for 12 yards. So definitely was having more success with Jones there. Uh, But Aaron Jones, four receptions for 30 yards on four uh, targets there. Uh, Jamal Williams had one reception on two targets for four yards and a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Adams set it in the write-up. Uh, still good for cash. Seven receptions for 106 yards and a touchdown on eight targets, so not bad there. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, three receptions on six targets for 55 yards. Uh, also had the crucial fumble in overtime. Um, but l- let's let's play this straight. It never should have gotten to overtime. So anybody that wants to bitch about MVS and everything on there, uh, go fuck yourselves. Because, like I said, it never should have gotten there. 
Um, Robert Tunyon, five receptions on five targets for 44 yards and a touch. Not bad. Equinamius St. Brown even showed up. Ooh, one reception on one target for 23 yards. Good for you. Uh, Colts side, Phillip Rivers, 24-36, 288, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, was the big winner at running back. Looked really, really good. Uh, this could be just because he was the Wisconsin product going against the Wisconsin team. So, But Jonathan Taylor, 22 carries, 90 yards, good for a 4.1 average. Yeah, uh, they really got everybody in here. Uh, Jordan Wilkins had four carries. DeMichael Harris, the wide receiver, had two. <laughs> they even had Brissett run twice. Ugh. Uh, Receiving-wise, Michael Pittman got the job done. He got off of Alexander. Uh, it was actually a really pretty play by Michael Pittman. Three receptions on three targets, 66 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Zach Pascal, three receptions for 54 yards on three. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, uh, very underwhelming, uh, but wasn't completely dead. Three receptions for 36 yards on six targets. Uh, Naheem Hines failed uh, six carries for two yards. And then had three receptions on four targets for 31. So it was a big fail there, but it still came through in the end. Uh, both tight ends in Jack Doyle and Trey Burton had touchdowns. Um, Mo Alley Cox had a, had a fumble, so and it was a pretty bad one too. It was almost as bad as MVS's. It was just the timing of the of the game. So, um, yeah, so. That's pretty much the whole slate except for this game here. I can kind of give you an update on what's going on here. Uh, do, 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 do. I want to see if that was Van Jefferson, though. And Chris Berman still does the fastest three minutes. It's fucking halftime. Oh, my God. It's 20 to 9. Christ. Cooper Cup, nine receptions for 109 yards. Jesus. Jesus. Well, I definitely lost that game. I have Josh Reynolds on the other side. I just I had nothing else. Uh, running backs are not doing anything for the Rams. Three carries for Henderson. Uh, one carry for Cam Akers, nothing for Malcolm Brown. Ooh. Ooh. Robert Woods, five receptions for 60 yards and a touch. Again, this is at halftime. Uh, Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett, both with two catches. Uh, Higby with 12 yards. Uh, Gerald Everett with 10. Uh, Van Jefferson, one target, one reception, seven yards and a touchdown. Oh, there's Malcolm Brown. He got a he got a he got a nice little target. Uh let's see actually I should give you golf's numbers. Twenty one to twenty five, two twelve and two. Uh no picks, so very clean game for him. Uh Tom Brady, sixteen to twenty four, hundred and nineteen yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. Uh very poor running. Ronald Jones, seven carries, fifteen yards. Leonard Fournette, two carries, three yards and a touchdown, so that's great. Antonio Brown even got a carry one for one. Uh, <clears throat> Antonio Brown leading the way, uh, six receptions on six targets for 38 yards. Mike Evans, three receptions, 31 yards and a touchdown on six targets. Chris Godwin, four 
for 18 on five. Gronk, one for 16 on three. Uh, Cameron Brate still involved, two. Two receptions, 16 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, and then Fournette and Jones have targets, but no catches. So not a bad, not bad, not bad. Um, do we want to go through strength of schedule? I mean, really? Really, it kind of comes down to this. If you want to ask me about somebody, um, you're more than welcome to ask me. <clears throat> but for now... Let's kind of take a look here. Oh, uh, we have worries with Kyler Murray uh, with that shoulder. So definitely if you have Kyler Murray, grab a backup uh, quarterback if you can, um, just in case he cannot go. This week he's going to be up against the Patriots. So it's going to be the same uh, Deshaun Watson matchup here. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to tighten this shit up. I don't know why the hell this thing keeps moving on me. Um, it's going to be the same matchup like what Deshaun Watson had. So definitely would like to have Murray available if we can here. So, <clears throat> but we'll go through here. Uh, wide receiver one looks good. Uh, Arizona, nobody. Atlanta, Atlanta. And this is all up against the strength of schedule uh, sheet that I'm looking at here. So, uh, Baltimore, no, we're not doing anything with wide receivers. Um, yeah, definitely not anything here. Uh, good spot for the running backs in the next few weeks, but I doubt anybody's going to give up any of those, and you won't want them anywhere anyways outside of J.K. Dobbins. Uh, let's see, Buffalo, n- no. Uh, no, definitely not. Carolina Panthers, no. Uh, Chicago. Darnell Mooney has a good next three weeks against the Packers, Lions, and Texans, so maybe take a shot on Darnell Mooney um if you need it. There is no bye weeks this upcoming week, so everybody's going to – all your – all your players are going to be in play. Be aware of that. Cincinnati. Mm, oh, so you said, no, we're not dealing with anything in Cincinnati. Uh, Cleveland. No, I don't really want anything to do with Cleveland's pass offense either. Now, Dallas. Dallas, can you get anybody from here? Uh, Dalton Schultz actually has a nice... Nice little uh, stretch run here with the Redskins, Ravens, and Bengals. So uh, if Dalton Schultz is out there and you need a tight end because uh, maybe you're on ESPN and you can't use Taysom Hill over there anymore. They did move Taysom Hill back to quarterback on there. So Denver Broncos, no. Actually, you know what? While we're talking Cincinnati. So Joe Mixon, right? has been out for like the the past three or four weeks and then right before this week Cincinnati decides to put him on IR I pissed me off when I saw it because he should have been on he should have been IR three or four fucking weeks ago not now 
because now he's definitely out three, if not four. So you have a decision to make. If your league is still allowing IR without just the COVID designation, meaning if your guy's on IR, you can put him on your IR spot, go ahead and do it. If you can't, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you need the roster spot, if you have shorter benches, I would say fucking drop him. Because you're not only going to not have him probably for about the next three weeks, you can maybe possibly not have him for the next four. And I'm considering it. If you feel like dropping him, if you feel like not having him on your roster benefits your team to either fight for a playoff spot or make room for players who can help you in the earlier rounds, do it. And don't even worry about it. Don't fucking even think about it. You'll be fine. It was a huge miss on my part. It does come down to in, more to injury than it did with the actual offense. I think they were going to come around to it. We saw the big game that he had. But at this point, it's all about survival. And it's about survival now versus later. We don't worry about later. We always worry about now. So... Detroit Lions, uh, TJ Hawkinson should be good for the rest of the year. Uh, so if you can get your hands on him, go ahead and do that. Um, MVS, if MVS is out there, you still get MVS. I think they're going to utilize him next week uh, against the Bears. And, in fact, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure of it. So... Um, No, get the fuck off my screen. Uh, Houston Texans. No. In fact, if you have Duke Johnson, just go ahead and fucking drop him now. Be proactive about it. Because after after this Lions game, he's got three weeks. Duke Johnson or David Johnson, whoever's there, is going to have a really bad stretch. It's all going to be... it's all going to be Mr. Uh, Deshaun Watson here. So, Colts, definitely grab yourself some Michael Pittman. If he's still out there, please get yourself Michael Pittman. He's the only wide receiver that I like uh, for the Indy Colts. Jacksonville, no, nope, we're going to pass on that. Kansas City, uh, Sammy Watkins probably isn't too bad uh, as a if you got a lot of flex, if you got like, you know, deeper benches, I'd probably go ahead and just put Sammy on there. Uh, he should be back here pretty soon. Oh, Raiders. Oh, pardon me. No, Chargers. No, you got a really good stretch for Keenan. Finish out the year except for week 16. But against the Broncos, he's owned the Broncos. So I'm not too worried about it. On there, L.A. Rams. Jared Goff's got a really nice stretch. Uh, Week 14, 15, and 16. 
Patriots, Jets, and Seahawks. So, I mean, you can take a shot on them if you need them. I probably, uh, to be honest with you, I'll probably pick them up. Probably pick them up in my Matt Ryan league. Uh, nope, nobody else there. Miami Dolphins. If Salvin Ahmed is uh, Ahmed is there, uh, I would definitely grab him. Uh, if you can fit it, I would probably pick up Miles Gaskin too. He should be back here pretty soon. Uh, quarterback situation, I'm going to stay away from. Minnesota. Um, if you need a tight end, Kyle Rudolph right now uh, with Irv Smith hurting isn't too bad. Let's see here. Patriots. Still would get Jacoby Myers for them. New Orleans Saints. No. Nothing really there. New Orleans Saints defense actually isn't playing that bad. Um, Keep an eye on them too. Uh, New York Giants, if Wayne Gallman's still out there, go ahead and grab yourself some Wayne Gallman. He's been playing really, really well, so why the hell not? Oh, my God, Goff just threw a, the worst interception to a D lineman. <laughs> oh, that was gross. That was terrible. Uh, New York Jets. Uh, I get maybe Frank Gore, if you need running back depth, you're going to have to at this point now. Brashard Perriman uh, is definitely a guy to get. Uh, Denzel Mims is a guy that I would look at. Um, Mims has been coming on the last couple weeks. Uh, Philadelphia, no. I'm not going to mess with anything here right now. Just not going to do it. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, I think everybody's gone there. Ebron has a really good schedule. Uh, that he's right in the midst of. So uh, if you need a tight end, uh, Eric Ebron is really good. San Francisco 49ers. If Debo Samuel has been dropped, I might pick him up if if you have a deeper bench. Um, otherwise, Brandon Ayuk has a really good has a really good stretch if Debo is still out as the wide receiver one. Seattle Seahawks. Uh Ugh. Everybody's pretty much used up here. No. Tampa, no. Everybody's on there. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, Corey Davis is actually going to have a bad stretch here. 12 and 13 against the Colts and the Browns. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, uh, and the douche canoe is coming in here. Here's the douche canoes. Uh, one, two, tight end. Two. No, nothing. So nothing really of value. Just uh, anything that you guys need. Um, you know, pretty much grab it. If you got any questions? I hope I have the answers. So uh, be sure to you know get a hold of me, Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. You can hit me up over on Messenger. But 
it is coming on nine o'clock. I need to go to bed so I can get at least get four fucking hours of sleep. So if you don't mind, you fucking knuckleheads, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I'll be back tomorrow for fuck's sakes. 